Hi guys, welcome back to the full time show. We witnessed the first week of Indian Super League football and now we are on to the biggest game in the opening week of the ISL which is the Kolkata derby between ATK Mohan Bagan and SC East Bengal. Both the clubs as you know have massive rich legacy behind them and their inclusion to the ISL is going to make it a completely different ball game. Mohan Bagan joined the ISL having merged with ATK which won the ISL last season and uh, three, uh, won the ISL three times. So while East Bengal roped in an investor in Shri Cement and will be playing the ISL this season at SC East Bengal. Now to discuss all things of Kolkata derby we've got with us a three-member panel, very distinguished panel, I must say. We've got our editor with us, posters editor, Mr. Ayon Sengupta. And then we have our special correspondent from Kolkata, Mr. Amitabha Sharma, And I have my colleague, Ashwin Prasad. So, welcome all of you to this extremely exciting and special podcast on the Kolkata Thank Darby. Thank you. Thanks, Ram. So, I'd like to start off with um, Amitabha, sir. I want to ask you uh, to start off with you've covered. You've been... Um, I think actively covering um, the Kolkata Derby since 1996, since the um, yeah. NFL times. So I'd, right. I'd like to start off by asking you, um, what do you, you've seen these clubs in such close quarters. What do you think their inclusion you know, brings to the ISL, which is now the top division of Indian football? So if I start from 96, it has been uh, 24 years. Each year or maybe over the period of time, I've uh, felt that I've uh, grown with these uh, two clubs because when I was seeing them in 1996, it was different. And when I'm, I'm seeing them now, it is quite different in, the, in terms of how I analyze their rivalry, which is like iconic in Indian or Asian football. So 1996 um, was uh, the first uh, National Football League. And obviously, there was a lot of uh, enthusiasm like what we saw at the start of ISL about mm. uh, a new league. India didn't have any league, National League at that time. So, it was the first time when all the clubs were playing in a league system. You had those uh, individual tournaments. Uh, most of them were invitational tournaments. So, mm. uh, the getting into a league was a different thing altogether for the clubs. But again, East Bengal and Mohan Bagan were special because they, were, uh, they had a history of something around 70, 80 or 90 years behind them. 96, um, Mohan Bagan was more than 100 years old. So, so th- that factor... and. Uh, one must uh, also know that these rivalry factor, this uh, the big match, as they call it here, Bolo match, is is something that we grow uh, grow up hearing about. But once I got uh, uh, into the profession and I was given the task of uh, covering the first uh, derby, yes, I w- I vividly remember covering that uh, one of the most uh, popular derbies in the sense most notable ones, uh, Federation Cup quarterfinal. Isn't it? A quarterfinal mm-hmm. semi-final. It was the Federation Cup semi-final. Where semi-final, right. It was mm-hmm. a semi-final. For a Federation Cup semi-final, 1997, there was a huge craze about that uh, derby because uh, on one side, you had uh, Amul Dutt as the coach of Mohan Bagan and uh, phenomenal PK Banerjee uh, with East Bengal. So, much before the match started, they, they were giving out all kind of um, statements to the press. Saying that we are going to do this, we are going to do that. Amol Dutta came up with its uh, diamond system, diamond. which he explained yeah. was the best uh, system available at the time in uh, Indian football. Some said that it was a kind of a variation of the Catanaccio system uh, that uh, uh, that was more often seen in Italy. Calen. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, so there was a huge craze, and. Uh, when uh, we, we also did a big build-up, all the newspapers, 
uh, and the television also uh, uh, the television that was that were there during uh, that time so and that definitely had an impact on the spectators and there was a turnout of something around 130000 people so salt lake stadium was different that time because they don't they didn't have any bucket seats they were like all uh, concrete ramps so 1 130000 people coming up uh, turning up for the match is the atmosphere is was electric i know i know it was huge and east bengal mohan bagan rivalry especially at the salt lake stadium you really need to be there i mean if you are mm. comparing it with any of the top derbies in the world i mean whether right. you call it the merseyside derby or the madrid derby mm. or what mm. happens in milan in terms mm. of the craze and the amount of people who come and follow it and support it the calcutta derby is as big as any of the top derbies in the world and and that okay. particular match i remember i was still in school and uh, the craze was phenomenal and this was the time in, in 90s and mid 90s when you uh, television was just coming to india uh, right. so i think star was broadcasting that match uh, mm. i mean previously we had uh, only listened to commentaries or we would have seen something in doordarshan uh, right. it seemed like a much more professional way that the game was being covered and this was like a year right after the national league was launched the first national league in 96 i think mohan bagan failed to qualify and then uh, i think there there was a key change in 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 their squad uh, and amal dutta came yeah. over and he took over the the, uh, the squad and they started playing the diamond system uh, chima okay if 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 you remember on 97 was also the year when mohan bagan got a uh, within courts back door entry uh, <laughs> to the national league absolutely because the first national league they missed out and there was a huge yeah. furor that they didn't qualify in fact they didn't qualify they didn't qualify it's much like the isl where we keep taking for the last couple of years that how can you have a indian football league without east bengal or mohan bagan the 1990 national football league was similar but mohan bagan at least had a chance but they failed to qualify okay yeah uh, and uh, mr dashmunsi was around uh, the as the aiff uh, all india football federation president so uh people say that uh, he, that mohan bagan had his blessings in making its way into the national league next season in the second season that was 1997 1998 i think that, that that's also the match i think after after winning the national league with jct i mean that was the year baichuk again came back to east bengal uh, right. uh, to play for the club in the national league so it was he also had a point to prove because i think the last league uh, he did really well for jct uh, and he had a point to prove in calcutta where Uh, taking mm. the expectations and being the number one player in a club like East Bengal, uh, and yeah. especially uh, Amal Dutta had a, a habit of riling up the opposition. I think he had a, quite a few uh, mm. things to say about East Bengal and Baichung at the Baichung. before before that match. And Baichung, uh. Uh, I mean, proved uh, proved everybody uh, wrong the way he performed that that evening. I mean, Mohan Bagan had the star-studded lightum, but the way Baichung played, I mean, he almost single-handedly won that match for East Bengal. He scored scored a hat trick. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I read that uh, PK Banerjee, the coach, he uh, called in his uh, Bhutia for a dinner, and then was telling him all these stories of what Amol Dutta and what the presses has been like telling about him in the lead up to the match, and uh, that apparently fired him up. In in Calcutta, it's called uh, in Calcutta vocal parlance, tonic. it's called uh, vocal tonic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. PK was well known for that. I mean, PK okay. uh, PK was a legendary figure, and he was also making a comeback to I think club management after a very very long time. Uh, right. uh, and uh, and obviously uh, while Amal Dutta with his four diamond system and all that, all the Calcutta press was uh, uh, seeing that this new system that uh, he had uh, brought to Indian football will uh, 
somehow East Bengal won't stand a chance. But 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 but, but that day, East Bengal with Shankar Lal Chakraborty, Tushar Rakshit, mm. Baichu, mm. uh, Dulal Biswas. I mean, these guys they had a phenomenal game. I mean, every yeah. every player performed, and obviously, as as Amitabha said, that for Baichu to uh, score score that hat trick uh, and mm. completely silence the opposition. Uh, I mean, the, if you if you look at recent memory, that would be probably the most uh, uh, glorious Calcutta derby. If you if you if you look at the recent uh, recent past, I mean, obviously, if you go yeah. to the 80s and all that, there are yeah. uh, many legendary matches. The 5-1 uh, with Kumar right. Gomik, right? Amitabha. Mm. Right. Yeah. yeah. Five 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 zero. Five zero. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was uh, during the Calcutta Football League. Yes. Uh, that that particular match in 1997 uh, became more famous because. Uh, Amol Dutta was talking about uh, techniques, tactics, and all. Uh, always, Amol Dutta was um, considerably more learned than other coaches because he was uh, following up European football much more than others. He was reading about them a lot. So that diamond system that he uh, introduced to um, uh, football in Calcutta football at that time was really something, uh, something out of the world for uh, for East Bengal and Mohanbagan fans. It was like. Amol Dutta's tactics against PK Banerjee's vocal tonic. So, <laughs> so, so, so that, that was the reason why it became so like people. For the, for younger, the, for the younger audience, we can compare it like how Mourinho versus Guardiola, right? Like tactics versus like. That, that kind of, yes. yes, yes. Okay. Uh, and both, of, both the coaches were very vocal about what we're okay. <laughs> going, to, going to do. And I think their, their rivalry also, much like these clubs, I think. Uh, throughout mm. the 70s and 80s, uh, both, both both these coaches also locked on uh, as probably the most two most astute uh, tacticians that Indian yeah. football has. Yeah. Uh, so That's I think uh, that also led to the rivalry. So I would actually uh, the genesis of uh, Bengal rediscovering the uh, the love for the derby and the madness of the derby, uh, you can attribute it to this mm. match. I mean, I won't say the mm-hmm. uh, the passion for it ever came down, but this mm. uh, essentially. Helped a lot of lot of youngsters who had slowly started uh, following European football with the advent of satellite television and all that to suddenly right. wake up and start following these teams again. Yeah, like rightly mentioned, how um, you know that that game could have probably got more youngsters on board to follow the league as well, to follow both the teams as well, and Kolkata and Kolkata football. And now we're in a, you know fast forward to 24 years, and we're in one of the strangest scenarios where we have I'm going to call it Asia's biggest derby. Without mm. a single fan in the stadium, and there's no going to be any parades or procession before the game. I mean, we, so Ashin and I have not really covered any of these derbies, but we've just seen footage, and we've we've, we've live blogged them on our website, and we've seen the kind of footage that you know we've received from both of you when you've covered these games. How you know? How do you think it's? It, do you think it's just going to be like one of those bizarrest of scenarios where it's it's a game that's known for its crowd and for the for, Unfair. for the ethnic atmosphere? But now, without a single fan in stadium, how do you see that game playing out? I think it's it's, it's going to be quite surreal because uh, my experience of watching the team, uh, these two teams in Calcutta, I've actually watched them in Delhi as well. Uh, no matter where they're, uh, they they are playing, the, the the following and the people who come to the ground has always been in in great numbers. And uh, and uh, now right. for them to go and play in Goa, I think for this for the first time, these two teams for probably would be facing each other in Goa. Uh, and mm. to not to have any crowd in the stadium, obviously it would be, it would be a disappointment. But uh, uh, all said and done, I think uh, these days fans are also much more vocal on social media and all that. I think we ourselves mm. experienced that. I mean, when at the start of this year, when we were 
doing a lot of stories on ADK Mohan Bagan and East Bengal, the kind of traction that we got on our social media handles, quite a few bring that as well uh, yeah. for getting a few uh, things. Uh, I won't say not uh, wrong. I would say uh, not to their liking. Uh, yeah. So we have got those big bats as well. So I think that passion would, uh, I mean, uh, social media and and the web would be the place where this passion would have to be uh, have to be translated for this particular encounter. But I think it, uh, overall it uh, augurs very well for Indian football because ISL over the last couple of years, uh, after that great start it had for the first couple of seasons with Elano and Mendoza and Robert Perez and mm. guys like this playing, I think there had mm. been a lull over the last couple of seasons. We have seen. Uh, the fans, uh, uh, the interest of the fans coming down, uh, the television viewership as well as uh, in stadium attendances for matches coming down. Mm. Now suddenly, with these two clubs coming into the uh, uh, into the fold with with the following they have of over 100 years, the the league goes up a notch in terms of both the interest it will create uh, because it's not just about the derby. Any time these two teams plays against any other opposition, there would be a million people following that game and that can only uh, sell good for Indian football. Amitabh uh, would you say that the inclusion of both the Kolkata clubs in the ISL is, is can I call it a match made in heaven? I mean, they had a few hiccups along the way. Uh, any match is um, regarded a match only when it uh, sustains the test of time. Otherwise, you don't call it a match. So, of course, this has happened uh, ever since they were born. Uh, Bon was there and East Bengal was born um, in 1920. So, uh, unofficially, by 1921, they were playing against each other, and the craze was always there. Uh, people were, uh, it was the city was divided between the two, uh, either East Bengal or Mohan Bagan. The same thing has happened, and you know, over, over the generations, uh, this particular aspect aspect has remained, and it has remained as intense. It was almost as intense as it was when it all started. So definitely, again, uh, when you were uh, when we were talking about. Um, uh, playing in empty stadium, I think that will be more beneficial for, for the players because uh, in any Mohanban East Bengal match, uh, it is considered that the players who has a, the best nerve, he can withstand that kind of pressure. So, uh, the, uh, there were a lot of big players, big names who could not perform in, under that pressure, under that kind of uh, pressure when the, to, the, side, like the stadium was filled up to the, uh, was brimming with supporters and there was a lot of noise. So that way, it, it may help out the people. But as it as it remains, that um, both the coaches are uh, are uh, saying that it's it's very sad that we don't have our supporters yeah. on our side. Even Habas, uh, uh, because they all know what it uh, what it uh, what the supporters bring to the match. Uh, what are the Bengali papers saying? I mean, they are always very vocal ahead of this match. So, what are the Bengali papers saying this time round? Bengali papers. Uh, what I've read uh, have, been, have started the build-up for like maybe 15-20 days ago, much before the tournament started. <laughs> because uh, if we remember, wow. if I remember correctly, uh, they, they, most of them are writing why they have put the East Bengal Mohanbad match at, at the start of the fixtures, like at, at, at the very start. East Bengal mm-hmm. is playing its first match. Uh, the first match East Bengal is playing is, is a derby. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so the reason they most of them said is that uh, uh, because maybe ISL needs them as much as they need uh, ISL. But I think uh, I think it's good for the league because the league needs needs that big bang moment and probably yeah. the derby right. very the derby very early in the season might give it that big bang moment. Yeah. Uh, for the league to take off. Luckily, um, there are two. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. 
I have one question. Uh, so it's something for like the uninitiated. Like, can you briefly like explain like why is this a derby? Like, you know, what is the rivalry? Which how did the rivalry come about? Like, what is the divide between these two clubs? And uh, and also since the match, the fans couldn't can't attend this game. Like, how do you think the atmosphere will be in the lead up to this game in Calcutta right now? I think uh, Amitabha would be able to answer the Calcutta question better because he's he's yeah. sitting there. Yeah. And obviously, because of the the pandemic, I'm not. I'm sure those uh, those banners uh, which come up in the city uh, ahead mm. of the derby might not be there this time. And also mm. the. But there are banners. there are some banners. <laughs> yeah, it is done. Although it is done by ISL, but they are promoting it. Uh, you can hear uh, about football every ten minutes uh, if you switch on the FM. Okay. Okay. Mm. So what 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 Almost. about what about your regular? Uh, chatter on your at your fish market or your tea stall have those started? Uh, yes, um, those are there. Those are there because um, people uh, are not sure what ISL is all about, but they they know that when Israel and Mumbai playing, the passion will be the same. Hmm. Uh, and the rivalry, what you asked Arshin, I mean, goes back to 100, 120 years. I mean, Mohanbagan was, uh, I mean, is is the uh, Indian club. I mean, they won the ISL yeah. Shield in 1911. Uh, playing barefoot against uh, the York, uh, East Yorkshire Regiment, yeah. uh, so they have the status of the national cup. But Mohan Bagan, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, the entire uh, management of Mohan Bagan, even at that point of time, was essentially run by the uh, the Bhadralok from Calcutta and around. And East right. Bengal essentially came up as a counter to that from uh, people from eastern part of Bengal, the rural Bengal. So East Bengal was uh, as, as came up as a counter. Uh, uh, to that Bhadralok uh, uh, from Calcutta, uh, and counter to the to the exodus that was happening to the cities to the city called Calcutta. Uh, yeah, it's also a meeting point and a, uh, mm-hmm. and, a, a, and a and and your need to hold on to your cultural identity to a city which was new and alien to you because you were essentially coming from rural eastern Bengal to to the city for jobs to study and mm-hmm. things like that. Uh, right. So it started from that, uh, and obviously. Uh, uh, given the huge population, how it is in Bengal uh, at that point of time, and then it slowly, over the years, as both both clubs uh, probably signed the best best players India had at that point of time. Absolutely. If you talk about the five Pandavas uh, mm-hmm. of East Bengal, or if you talk about guys like Jamshed Nasiri or Majid Bhaskar, or what Mohan mm-hmm. Bagan got in a Chima Okeri, uh, the, the, these sort of players. So these clubs always had the best players in the country, and the uh, and the rivalry uh, just grew in strength uh, over the years. And if I if I may add, the 1911 team, uh, uh, 1911 uh, final, which uh, Mohanbagan won and became the first uh, Indian team to be crowned as uh, the IFA Shield champion. So most of the players in Mohanbagan were from East Bengal. So, Absolutely. They were from <laughs> Bengal, yes. So it was. It is said that the enterprise was on uh, part of Mohanbagan administration in the sense that the Bhadraloks or the people who had money at the time uh, were managing the club, whereas the players were recruited from that part of uh, Bengal where the uh, maybe the sport was played more intensely. So that kind of divide has remained, always remained. Now East Bengal, when once it became the club, it adopted a separate identity for the people who were from that region to uh, identify themselves with. So that in fact uh, uh, perpetuated this, the divide that was always okay. there. Okay. Right. And so is the divide uh, sacred? Like because you see, like uh, in European football derbies, if you switch over to the other team, it's considered like a sin against the fans, right? 
but here you see that over the years a lot of players have played for each uh, other clubs so how does that work in the calcutta derby i think it was uh, secret in the 70s or 80s i think uh, subhash bombik was one of the uh, the one of the first mm. uh, big players who who made that early switch but i think mm. once you came to the 90s with baichum tima okeri all of these guys played for both clubs but i think okay. in 70s uh, i mean till 70s or 80s the switch between uh, between clubs was uh, they were very rare it didn't really happen too much uh, right. uh, but it, it it has become quite common in the 90s but i uh, i think again in the uh, the mid 90s uh, when uh, vijay malia was technically the sponsor mm. of both clubs uh, okay right. uh, i wow. think at that point of time also there was like a gentleman agreement uh, between the two clubs where both of them won't take each other's players and i okay. think that was broken when baichung again moved from east bengal to mohanabad mohanabad <laughs> uh, in the in the early 90s when i was growing up in bengal reading all these bengali newspapers uh, the the transfer market that we talk about was not as sophisticated mm. as we see in europe i mean there were yeah, reports sure. of player being players being abducted uh, yeah. <laughs> their house uh, and then forced to sign for a particular <laughs> club and then released I mean, these sort of stories were rampant in the 80s and 90s. Uh, when you yeah, talk about uh, 70s, even 70s, yeah. even 70s. Yeah, yes. I spoke to Sukma Samachpadi last year, and he told me that he, when he signed for East Bengal, the uh, next day's headline was uh, Samachpadi was kidnapped by East Bengal. That's what that's <laughs> what I was led with. That's what I said, uh, Ashish. Those yeah. are very, very common in those those days. Yeah. <laughs> right. All right. So now let's move on to the present. Now, uh, both clubs have, you know, come with a lot of history and this legacy involved with this club. But in the, there has been always been talk, this talk of like, you know, mismanagement uh, with the clubs and how the fans are not happy with how uh, the direction in which they have taken in the last decade or, or two. If you see uh, in the uh, Bangalore FC was established in 2013, but you can arguably say that they are the most well-run club in the country. But now, with the new management in place, the new investors, and with joining the ISL, do you think now the club can also, considering the history they have, they can be like elevated as among the best, like the most popular club uh, in Asia? Say, like the there are we always look forward to like European derbies, right? Do you think there's scope for the derby now being elevated as one of the biggest? uh for a worldwide audience as well in some ways i think uh, there's no doubt about it that uh, no matter how many clubs are in indian football now these two are the two most popular clubs the game between these two are the most popular uh, football match in the country it can be in asia as well uh, mm. no matter which league they are playing uh, uh, but their entrance to isl is is is, is very very new and uh, unfortunately both these clubs which i think we have uh, written a lot of times uh, have not been best managed over the last couple of years uh, uh, when somebody comes and invests heavily in your club i mean they would want uh, to run your establishment in a certain kind of way uh, for example the glazers are not going to listen to uh, uh, people in manchester united how they uh, would run manchester united so yeah. i think the east bengal and mohan bagan uh, supporters as well as their members need to allow uh, both the, both their investors to uh, give them the time to uh, help them uh, create something which have a equally lasting legacy 
you have to give time to your investors you have to give them the freedom to work that they want to do and i think mm. unfortunately both the clubs have guilty of not doing that in the past i hope they have learned from their mistakes and they uh, do it this time round because that can only augur well for indian football as well as for the fans of these clubs why why was the need of um, these club to be uh, taken over by uh, corporate managements if we, if we say it uh, that way but the reason being that uh, although they were public clubs uh, uh, run under a particular committee which, which was running it management which was running it but it was basically uh, the same set of uh, set of people who were uh, as they say rigging, rigging the elections and winning it all all these years okay so that that's what the, it is said um, we cannot um, obviously they were winning the elections and coming into power so we cannot mm-hmm. deny that mm-hmm. but again they could not manage the sufficient funds that will be uh, enough to uh, keep the uh, sustain the team in big league like what we have in isl in the professional league like that so it was obviously um it became a necessity for them to hand it over to people who have the funding and also the uh, maybe the uh, that um, business acumen to get the thing running uh, as it if you, if you uh, if you take a look at what has happened to indian football in the last two three two or three decades it was basically football was basically a part of the uh, this corporate social responsibilities csr which which many of the psus companies like ongc air india they were doing they were right. uh, mm. investing money in the clubs because it was a part of their csr activity mm. so now i i think it is a time for more serious uh, approach to it most mm. of the clubs in uh, in all over the world in europe they are they have uh, they are under some kind of ownership either from asia or europe so i think this is the same thing is happening here and uh, um, most of what what i can gather from the social media the different um, uh, the different ways the fans are talking in social media most of them agree to the fact that they need someone to uh, like become a uh, to patronize the club in the real sense of the like club. a football football director more football people being involved with the club is that what is Or, or people who have the finances to uh, keep it going. All right. Okay. The, these people will only bring in people who are more uh, like professionals who know football. Okay. That is what is happening, I guess. Okay. Right now, with both clubs having a new management in play, we've also got two very fresh squads. Um, East Bengal has replaced SC East Bengal, which is almost his entire squad from the team that played the I League last season. whereas um, even mohan bagan has retained very few as i think only retained one of his players and um, it's it's almost the entire atk squad that won the isl last season so how do both of you um, see the teams this year how do you see because um, atk mohan bagan has retained its core from last season from uh, atk last season but east bengal has a new coach in play has a completely fresh team a lot of their um, indian uh, players are coming back coming off injury like jk for example how do you, and they have the least time to prepare they have the least um, shortest duration of a pre season right. as well so how do both of you see these two um, clubs uh, performing this year i think mohan bagan has the advantage uh, because uh, obviously uh, atk has has retained their core squad and habas has been coaching in the uh, india for quite some time uh, he has a set uh, group of players especially the foreigners mm. who have played for him for quite some time uh, while uh, fowler he would be Uh, coaching in india for the for the first time his uh, pre- prior coaching experience also apart from what he did in australia 
uh, isn't that great. So I think, uh, and he has had very little time to work with the team who has never played together. So uh, for SC East Bengal to come and play the derby, uh, the, their first match in the ISL would be quite difficult. It, it, it is going to be quite challenging. And I think uh, uh, Habas, with his years of experience in India and the set group of players that he has, would have the early advantage. Uh, Oyan, what do you make out of this uh, Spanish influence? Uh, because um, every time we see that uh, the, uh, the, the, the team with a set of uh, Spanish uh, coaches and players are doing better than the teams which have other uh, people uh, from other parts of Europe, uh, mainly England, I say. Is, is, is Spain a uh, winner over Eng English system in, this, uh, in ISL? Uh, I think if you, if you really look at the ISL, I think the Spanish coaches and the Spanish players have been much more successful than... Uh, than the English co uh, coaches. I mean, obviously, Owen mm. Gould did a wonderful job with Chennai last year. I mean, he, mm. uh, from out of nowhere, he took them to the final. Uh, mm. So it's a little uh, too early. And I think the, even the number of Spanish players who have played in India, as well as in the ISL, compared to English players, uh, mm. are, are, have been more. So obviously, I mean, probably that can also be attributed to their success rate. And, uh, mm. and they have also been helped by having a... The, the, this huge set of Spanish coaches who have been coaching in India. So, in terms of it, probably would have been mm. easier for the Spanish players to uh, get married to the system the coaches were playing. Yeah, I, I ask this because this again going to be a Spain versus England thing happening in the derby uh, with uh, Antonio Lopez Habas uh, bringing in, in in his set of players who have been playing, which will be their second season uh, with this team, and uh, we have a more or less English uh, league dependent uh, uh, Robbie Fowler. Who has got his imports mainly from uh, English people with uh, English league uh, experience, or uh, some who played in uh, in the okay. A League, uh, Brisbane Road, yes, or Wellington Phoenix. So yeah. that will be interesting because Mohan Bagan, even more. If we talk about more ADK Mohan Bagan, uh, it has a uh, it has a legacy of a legacy of some sort of playing in ISL for the last six years, whereas East Bengal is completely new. So that way. Uh, I think this, yeah. uh, this whole whole English and Spanish divide is also in terms of how how even if you look at teams with Guardiola and Klopp and a host right. of other young managers who are in England, the way mm. uh, England is also playing its football, or if you look at what England is playing mm. under Southgate, is very right. different from what England played in uh, even five or uh, ten years yeah. back. Uh, mm. So so in terms of <laughs> yeah. there has been a. Uh, there has been like a, a standardization of play across the globe. I mean, you don't really right. see that old-style long ball punch which England was known uh, for earlier. Right. So. The hit and run system. Yes. So, yeah. And, and uh, in fact, if you, if you remember, even Fowler is caught in that bind. Because uh, there was a question asked during one of the interviews that he gave to newspapers. Uh, I think Shyam asked him uh, that question. Uh, he said that uh, obviously whether you'd like for a position based football everyone is playing that position based football but he said mm -hmm. that uh, uh, what is a what is the there is no problem if it is a 50 yard pass or a 5 yard pass but it should be accurate so uh, again um, he is uh, not willing to uh, like relinquish that system <laughs> uh, the the, the ones he he is used to as a player i think for Paulo, we have to give him time uh, yeah. As I said earlier, his his coaching experience or his coaching credential is uh, is uh, very minimum right now. So I think we have right. to give, uh, give him time and ourselves figure out uh, what sort of system he is comfortable with. Uh, mm. 
and and again we have to take out uh, teddy sheringham and uh, uh, ashley westwoods out of our mind uh, when it comes to football in calcutta yeah and fowler has signed two two year contract so they he will have the time to get his answer but but, but, but yeah. if you are talking about uh, i mean he's been called i mean if uh, if you are talking about it i think one of their most successful uh, spells in recent years were uh, was under trevor morgan right Yeah, yeah, absolutely right. Uh, Trevor Morgan yeah. brought in a different kind of a system. Although they, he did not win the I League, but yeah. yes. And he, he, he is an Englishman. Right, Jerome. I think we have spoken a lot about both the clubs, the history, the legacy, and what they bring to the ISL, and the kind of fanaticism surrounding these two clubs. Now it comes down to the big question. I got to ask both of you. Um, what are your predictions for tomorrow's game for the derby? What do you think? Who do you think is going to come out on top? Can we have a score and prediction from both of you, please? I I I think uh, uh, it would be one zero eighty K more than that. With Roy, uh, yeah, yeah. balance. Roy yeah, Krishna, yeah, okay. Uh, balance. It is a bit balanced in favor of eighty K, even I think, because <laughs> because that of the fact that they have a much more set team. But again, mm. uh, uh, as it remains with uh, with any derby, I don't know whether the the players who are uh, there in both the teams are uh, able to appreciate it. There's a lot of pressure on both the teams because it's a derby, mm-hmm. and the team which which keep can keep it cool uh, is the winner. Mm-hmm. But again, uh, the it is weighed in favor of uh, ATK uh, with a which has a set team, and uh, mm-hmm. I don't know whether uh, Fowler will be able to come out with some sur- surprises with his new team. So the yeah. pressure will be more on Mohan Magan, and uh, if East Bengal can uh, play their natural game, obviously they they have a good team. a lot of things need to they need to test a lot of things in that very first match mm-hmm. and again atk is coming there with a win atk mohan i i would yeah. take uh, take from amitabha's uh, earlier statement uh, mm-hmm. if it was a, a derby in a normal year if it was being played in uh, uh, front of 80000 fans i would have uh, said that it can be anybody's game but given right. the fact right. that it would be played in empty stadium it ah, could be yes. played between yeah. uh, two squads uh, who have never really played a derby before Uh, yeah. So this game probably weighs very heavily towards the team which is more settled, right? Uh, and, and, and there, and, and that's the place where more ATK Mohan Bagan has an advantage. I I just want to add that like I feel like East Bengal have the sense of like the coming from the unknown because they are a fresh squad and like you know ATK Mohan Bagan there's a lot of like you can uh, catch up on the the tactical reports and. videos and mm-hmm. what, but east bengal they are coming at as a as a unknown identity so that way they could also like have you know spring a surprise on someone like atk like yeah absolutely ashin at the end of the day it's it's, it's football i mean yeah. uh, if a uh, germany can lose the way they lost to spain recently or yeah. if liverpool can <laughs> lose 7-2 anything can happen <laughs> in football that's right absolutely right <laughs> all right gentlemen thank you so much for This lovely podcast that brings us to an end, and yes, so this was our podcast ahead of the first ever Kolkata Derby in the Indian Super League. Do stay tuned to us, and we'll have a weekly podcast on um, all the happenings from the previous week of Indian football. That's from our Thank side. You. Thank you very much. Take care and do tune in.